Hi, everybody. Welcome to Busy Living Sober. This is Elizabeth Chance, and today is episode 311. 311, and we are sponsored today by Soberlink. Each and every person in the fight against addiction has their own reason for recovery. Maybe a husband, wife, daughter, son, mom, dad, best friend, colleague, job, hobby, or just for yourself. Whatever your reason for recovery, we're all in this together. On Busy Living Sober, our mission includes information on how to break the stigma associated with addiction. Because, you know, that's my biggest thing. That's why I even started this, is to get rid of the stigma that's associated with addiction. That's why I've partnered up with Soberlink to expand and strengthen our community even further. Soberlink is a remote alcohol monitoring technology created to help provide accountability for people in recovery. The system includes a high-tech breathalyzer device with facial recognition that allows you to share your sobriety in real time with loved ones who can offer support in the event of a slip or a relapse. Soberlink has helped hundreds of thousands of people document proof of sobriety in real time to help rebuild trust and foster peace of mind. Soberlink is currently building a strong community of people in recovery. Get inspired and inspire others today by joining the community at www.soberlink.com slash BLS for busy. So how is everybody? It's Wednesday, August 31st, 2022. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's almost over. Can you believe it? It's almost over. It's the last day of August, tomorrow, September. Where does time go? I have no idea, but it feels like it's through my hands, like nobody's business. But here we are. And um, so I think a lot of you know that I've told you that I get up in the morning and I have this routine and I've heard so many people talk about it. I just heard Mel Robbins talking about it actually yesterday, how important it is to have a routine in the morning. And so, you know, my routine is that I get up, I go out on my porch and I actually, I have a little waterfall, so I have some water and I light a candle and I have a little Buddha there and I have a Lakshmi, which is this goddess from India and who brings supposedly wealth and um wealth and not only financially but wealth in in spirituality which is really my goal is a spiritual thing and so i do i sit out there in front of those um little statues and then i write in my journal what i'm grateful for for that day or what happened yesterday that was still in my head that i wanted to get out instead of carrying it into today because today's a brand new day so I let all that go, have my gratitude list, and then from there I meditate, and I meditate for about 20 minutes, sometimes five minutes, sometimes a minute. Uh, when I was first meditating, I only could do it for literally one minute because it was too much, and um, my head just bounced everywhere. But the longer um, I practice, the longer I can meditate for. So um, while I was meditating today, all of a sudden my topic came up. And my topic today is what is standing in your way? What is literally standing in your way? What is in your way of getting your dreams, getting your goals? What is in your way of getting, let's say, putting down that drink? What is in the way? What keeps blocking you from doing maybe what you want to do or what you feel like is best for you to do? What is getting in the way? I want to think about it. Think about it. Well, I can come up, come up with a couple ideas that might be standing in your way. And um, 
one of those things that I think stands in our way is what other people are going to think. Now, these other people can be family. They can be friends. They can be relatives. They can be neighbors. They can be acquaintances. They could be it's other human beings walking on this planet are going to judge you. That could be what's standing in the way. Can you imagine that? You're letting someone else's thoughts that you don't even know if they're going to have stand in the way of you going for what you really want or what you really think you need. You're going to let that get in the way. Now, I know I'm making light of that because I agree. I, for a very long time, I knew I drank too much, but the thought of giving it up and what was I going to do? my friends all drank. What was I going to do? I was going to sit at home by myself and be a loser for the rest of my life, be isolated and not have anything going on and be scared and lonely and a loser. That was going to be me. That was going to be me. I was going to be alone as a loser. And, um, so I've been thinking about it a little bit. I'm not going to say I've been pondering getting sober for a really long time because that would be a big fat lie. I woke up one day and it was kind of like, that's it. I'd been thinking about it because somebody had mentioned it to me, as I mentioned in here the other day, you know, somebody mentioned it to me and said, oh, maybe you have a problem. And, um, with that, I, you know, I, that was what propelled me. But when you have that thought, like, oh my gosh, am I drinking too much? I'm waking up in the morning and I'm not liking myself. Now it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Okay. Let's just be honest with that. It doesn't really matter. Because it's really between you. It's in this head, right? It's in your head. It's in your heart. It's in your body, your feelings, and whether or not you want to do this. This has nothing to do with anybody else. 20 million people can tell you to quit drinking or 20 million people can tell you to not stop drinking. It's all literally about you. It has nothing to do with anybody else. It's you. What are you feeling? Why are you feeling like it's too much? And what is stop if you do feel like it's too much and what's stopping you is these other people and these other thoughts. Cause I look back and I think to myself, yes, in the beginning it was very hard because I still had the same friends that drank a lot because at that time when I quit drinking, I then, you know, I started hanging out with people that really drank the way that I did. And so they were not going to really want to hang out with me, to be honest, because I didn't drink anymore. Um, so that was in the very beginning, very hard. Hence, I went to 12 step because I was like, I, I the, really the only reason I went to 12 step is because I wanted to meet people that didn't drink. That's literally the reason why I went. I wanted to go. So I because I'm social and I wanted to be around other people that didn't drink so I could have some friends. So I did that. And um I made lots of friends there. And then as time went on, I did start to integrate myself back with the old friends that did drink. Um, it took me a little bit of time. But when we, that, st that stood in my way though. When I remember walking into that room and when I made the decision that I was going to quit, it was kind it was scary. I mean, my whole family loves to drink. I mean, my mom would be like, oh, I'm going to rest her soul. But she would be like, oh, I got a list. I got your favorite case. And at that point I was drinking George DeBuff. I don't know if anybody knows who that is, but, um, what was it? Oh my gosh. Beaujolais Village or something. I drank this or <laughs> it was crazy. And then I drink Irish mist and I'd be like, I'm going down the misty highway. Cause I knew every time I drank Irish mist, it was definitely lights out for this girl because I would black out. 
But um, and so when I was like, what is standing in my way? Well, I, I thought, what am I going to do? This is what my family does. How am I going to hang out with them if I'm not drinking? That's what we all do. That's like one of our things. We eat and we drink. And um, what the reality was at the end was that I realized that I needed to quit for me. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. It was like, okay, I might not be able to hang out with my family anymore. But is, is that okay? Because the crazy thing is we come into this world, and I've mentioned this many times, alone, and we leave alone. So that walking away from the family was very, very, very hard. It's still heart-wrenching sometimes to me today. But I had no, I had no choice because I had to do this. And for me, family's a big trigger. So of course, when you are getting triggered, all you want to do is drink. And it's interesting. Um, I have been talking a lot up to people and I don't, and actually, and I've actually been working on this myself is these feelings we have. So these feelings that get in the way of why we, that stop us from doing what we want to do, these feelings of what everybody else is going to think, these feelings of I, how am I going to change? I don't want to change. And what's this change going to feel like? Change is scary. Change is scary. That There's that feeling again. So we have these feelings that come up all the time, especially when we've stopped drinking, because now we've stopped drinking and these feelings rush in. And I know for me, feelings, I didn't want to have a feeling. I was scared that if I had a feeling, especially a really, I went deep and thought about what had really bothered me, that I would break into a million pieces, like Humpty Dumpty. And all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't bring, put Humpty back together again. And um, so the thought of... Um, that feel the thought of having those feelings of sadness, remorse, uh, you know, I'm scared. Shit, what's everybody gonna think about me? Oh my god, I'm not gonna have any friends anymore. My husband, well, I didn't have a husband at that point, I was divorced and I was alone, so I didn't even have a mate. But I had all these feelings of like, how am I going to exist with having feelings? Because I like the feeling, of course, when I wasn't drinking of happiness. I like the feeling of laughter. I like the feeling of um, of just being happy. I really loved or fun, happy, all those uh, positive adjectives. I enjoyed a lot. But then the thought of having those negative feelings were like, I don't want to feel this. I don't want to feel this. Just give me a drink. I don't want to feel this. I don't want to feel scared. I don't want to feel judged. I don't want to feel less than... And the craziest thing is, is that we actually, as human beings, and all of us do it. I don't think there's anybody who doesn't do it. We judge other people by their outsides. So let's say we go outside and we see somebody in an outfit. We pick up social media. We go and look at any social media. We see a, a photo and we see this picture. And the people we think in our heads, because we're visually, we visually, you know, we visually see the picture. It goes to our brains and we automatically go, how does that compare to where I am? How does that photo compare to where I am? They look so much happier than I am. They look so, oh my gosh, their life is perfect. We always think everybody else's life is perfect and ours is not. Isn't that the truth? We always go, oh my God, that person's life is perfect. And that person's life is perfect because I can see what it looks like. And I assume from what I see that it's perfect, but we have no idea. We really have no idea what it's like to walk into anyone else's shoes. 
Now it might, you might know like family members or spouses or partners or children, what their life might be like, but someone that you might even be dear friends with, you have no idea, but you're judging their outsides by your insides. Because let's face it, we don't go and go, oh, okay, I look great in this and they look great in this, so we're the same. No, we go, I feel terrible about myself. I've been drinking too much. I've been eating too much. I feel terrible. I'm sad. I'm lost. All I feel like is I'm spinning in this life of like insanity. Insanity. And it's like, how do I get off here? How do I get off this freaking train? And, uh, I think the biggest thing is standing up for yourself, looking at that thing that's standing in your way and acknowledging it. Okay, I'm gonna acknowledge that my friends are standing in my way. I know they're not intentionally standing in my way. I know they're gonna probably be excited for me at one point, but right now they are standing in my way and I'm scared of that. So we can identify what it is. What are you scared of? I'm scared that my friends aren't going to like me anymore. I'm scared that I'm going to be alone. I'm scared that people are going to judge me. I'm scared that people are going to look at me as a loser. And I could go on ad nauseum at this, at what people are going to think about us. But we, but if we can identify what we're scared of. It's kind of like when we were kids. I know when my kids were little and they'd sleep in their beds, right? And then they'd go, oh my God. I'm so scared and um, they're so scared and you're like, what are you scared of? Well, there's a boogeyman. I know there's a boogeyman and you're like, no, there's no boogeyman. Yes, there is mom. I swear there's a boogeyman. And then you get up and you go and they're like, well, well, where is the boogeyman? Well, it's under the bed. So we go and I, back then we'd have to use a real um, flashlight today. We can use our phones, but you light up underneath and you'd be like, there's no boogeyman. And then you'd go and you'd open the closet door and you'd say, there's no boogeyman. It's all okay. But we gave that child a peace of mind. And we as adults can give ourselves peace of mind by going, this is what it is. I am scared at what Sally's going to think. She's not going to like me anymore. We're not going to be friends anymore. The only thing we have in common is drinking. I'm going to be alone. I'm going to be so alone. And uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay, the idea of that is just so overwhelming. I'm just so scared. Now, is that overwhelming fear larger, larger than you, what you want for you that's standing in the way of your dreams and what you want to do for you? Is that standing in your way? So you, you identify it doesn't have as much validity, right? It's not as big of a deal. You're like, well, Sally's really not going to care. And if she does care, we're obviously not meant to be friends. And, you know, people come into our lives and leave from our lives all the time, right? There's people come for a season and leave for a reason. And sometimes we have to shed friends so that we can grow as a human being. We want to change our path. We're like, we've been on this road. This isn't working anymore. So I'm going to steer my way and go over to this way. Because I think this way may be different. 
and I want to try something different because I can tell you on this road I haven't been happy and I'm not having fun and I don't like myself so I'm going to go and I'm going to steer and I'm going to turn left or I'm going to turn right and I'm going to get off this road and I'm going to try something different and I am going to be open to meeting new people and having new new uh, um, opportunities new new adventures new experiences with these people on this other road that takes a lot right it takes a lot i make it sound i think sometimes easy and it's not and it's literally getting past this stuff one day at a time one minute at a time it's literally getting in Getting the ability to say, I'm going to do whatever it takes. I don't care about what's standing in my way. I don't care. I don't care. I, I have a wedding coming. It's Halloween at soon. It's Labor Day. It is Labor Day this weekend, by the way. Happy Labor Day. Um, and you're going to go to a barbecue. And you're like, every time I go to a barbecue with these people, I end up trashed. I end up waking up, looking at myself in my, the mirror, and going, what the hell did I do last night? I was looking at your phone. Thank God. There, I, I, I say this all the time. Thank God there was no social media when I was drinking. I swear to God, I'd be in prison. But you wake up and you go, oh my God, I feel like shit. You'll wake up. Uh, you'll go to the barbecue on Sunday night, let's say. And Monday you wake up and you're like, oh my God, what did I do? How did I do this again? I'm going to tell you that's how you're going to wake up if you pick up a drink. It just is. Or you may be okay. Now, this is like literally up to you because it's like when you, there's nothing worse, I'm going to tell you, than trying to control your drinking, okay? To try to control it. Go, oh, I'm only going to have one. Okay, you have one. Hmm, now what? I just had one. Okay, I had my one. I only told myself I was going to have one. I really want to. I really want another one. I really want another one. Who's it going to hurt anyway? I'm just going to have another one. Please just let me have another one. Who's going to care? It's about me. I don't care. I'm just going to have one more. And you go up and you have one more. And then all bets are off. You're done. You're out. And you're like, why did I do this? Or you spend the entire night thinking about this stuff and you're totally not having fun because the entire time all you're thinking about is this liquid. I need to get it. I need it. I need it. I need it. And then, oh, I can't have it. I can't have it. I can't have it. I told myself I wasn't going to have it. Oh, I want it so bad. No, you can't have it. Yes, you can't. I want to have it. No, I can't. And we go through this inside of our heads when we are trying to control our drinking. At least for me, it was. I was like, I can't do this. Like the thought of going downtown to a restaurant when I was drinking and thinking, oh my God, I cannot drink because I have to drive. There were no Ubers at that point. You're going to tell me that I have to go out downtown. I, I wouldn't go. If you're going to tell me I can't drink the way I want to drink, I'm not going. I'll stay here. I'll go out find people here in this town to go out with. And it's, God, it just takes over everything. It's like a personal prison. But it stands in our way of joy. And it's just waking up and going, what did I do again? And looking in the mirror, I can still remember it. And I, I don't want to say I looked in the mirror because I definitely did not stare at myself. I just glanced and I was like, shit. I couldn't look myself in the mirror for a while because the reality is I just did not um, like myself. I was ashamed. I was so ashamed of myself. I couldn't even look in the mirror. 
So that is a private hell. If you can't even look in the mirror at yourself and like what's looking back at you, that's kind of messed up, right? Like this is the only body we have. This is the only life we have we know of for sure. Um, there could be an afterlife, we have no idea. There could, we could come, come back as something else. It doesn't really matter. What really matters is that you're in this place where you hate yourself. And if you didn't have alcohol in your life, what would that look like? It's too scary to look at, right? Is it too scary to take that time to go, all right, I'm going to try it. I'm just going to try it. I'm going to see how I feel. And I'm going to do it one day at a time. I'm going to do it one day at a time. And you're probably saying, well, how am I supposed to go to Labor Day? How are you supposed to go to Labor Day? Taking care of you. You ever done that? It's really weird. Um, I feel like we don't take care of ourselves. In this. They don't teach us to take care of ourselves, do they? I don't think they do. I think they definitely tell us to look at ourselves compared to other people. And that starts at a young age, right? We start saying to people, like our kids, at least for me, you know, look at how that person dressed. Look at how that person dressed. That's how you want to dress. We all want to look the same. We all want to feel the same on the inside, right? We start judging ourselves at a very young age. And we're like, I don't fit in. I don't fit in. Because what I see from my eyes does not match how I feel on my insides. Does not match. That's where the mental health problem comes in, right? And right now, with social media being what it is, it's just taken it to another level. Not only that, but COVID, right? COVID just had us locked in our houses and, oh my God, just thinking about, we're not meant to be thinking about ourselves, by the way, all the time. We're supposed to be spending time with other people. We're supposed to be spending time with people that bring us joy. We're supposed to spend time with people that we can relate to or people that maybe have different views and we can actually talk to and um, learn new things. We're supposed to be around others. We're not supposed to be alone on these stupid devices all the time. I don't think so. I don't find joy in doing, uh, you know, being on these social media platforms. I would much rather be around people. I love a hug. I love eye contact. I love seeing a smile. I love the joy that you get just being in a coffee shop with people and just watching people. I love going to an airport. I love going to a train station. I love human beings. I love human beings. And yes, they're scary and they judge us and uh, they look at us strange. I had somebody that came up to me and literally went up and down. And um, that was interesting. And you're like, do you want to take a picture? It lasts longer. But it's this thing that we, it's like we hate, we hate people, but we love people. It's this total dichotomy we have inside of ourselves. It's like we want to look, we look at Facebook because we're human. We want to see what these people are doing. But then if you take a deep breath and you look at what you're doing and really like what it is, what is it that I'm doing? I'm spending my time watching other people's vacations. 
I'm watching, I'm sitting here on social media and I'm watching other people live their lives. And I'm sitting here in my house and I've wasted all this time watching these people over and over. These reels, the dancing, the da, 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 da. And I'm just sitting here and I've just wasted my life watching other people living and comparing the fact that they're living to me sitting here in my house in my car at work watching other people so I can feel bad about myself and there's a whole rhythm to it by the way you know that this was like done professionally like they, they, it's, they made it addicting and we fall into it all the time because our society is all scared. We're all scared. We're all scared. But what's going to happen next? Oh my God, we're not going to have enough gas. We're not going to have enough money. We're not going to have enough this. We're not going to have enough that. Okay. Well, there's been many generations that have not have gone without and they made it through. And I think we're going to make it through too. But I think that if we let this screen of other people stand in the way of our joy, it's time to put down the screen. It's time to get off social media. It's time to get outside and live, right? It's time to maybe pick up a book and at least imagine what it's like to live in a different time by reading a book. Reading a book is better time spent because you get to use your imagination, that imagination you have in your head that you haven't used for so long. You can sit and enjoy a book. You can sit somewhere and watch people. You could go just sit in a park and watch people and be like, this is what I'm doing. I'm people watching. I don't have to be ashamed of this. I'm people watching. I'm watch, watch how many people are on their phones. It's insane. It's insane. Young people. It's the craziest thing. Uh, these kids, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but I was with my son, you know, dropping him off at college and I get into the elevator and with my son and other kids are in this elevator and they're at college and all of them are on their phones. I don't have my phone with me right now, so I don't have it to show to you, but they're on their phones and they're not even saying hi to each other. They're not even meeting each other. They're just on their phones. So they'd rather be here on this phone watching what other people are doing than being present in their feet saying hi to another human being. Hmm. And we wonder what's wrong with our society. <laughs> it's crazy, right? And it's like the root of everything. I think it's root of the, all, all the mental health that's happening in our society today is this wanting to escape who we are instead of delving in and finding out what makes us tick as humans. What do you like? What do you really like? Not what everybody else likes. What do you like? What makes you happy? Do you even know anymore? Maybe you like eating Rocky Road ice cream. Maybe you like going on walks. Maybe you like rock climbing. Maybe you like yoga. Maybe you like power walking. Maybe you like mint ice cream. Whatever it is, maybe, what kind of books do you like? Do you like um, mysteries? Do you like historical fiction? Do you like biographies? What do you like? Do you even know? Well, we don't spend time finding out who we are anymore because we spend all of our time looking at other people which and judging other people against how we're feeling on the inside and it stands in our way of joy because you will not find any joy from social media i'm going to tell you that right now i, I, I how would you find joy by what maybe if you really like watching dancers that brings you joy and you can laugh or you watch a singer and that brings you joy 
But watching your friends go on vacation, if that brings you joy, really? Okay, because all it would bring me is envy and jealousy, right? And those are deadly sins. So why would I want to go and be jealous of somebody else? Why would I want to go compare my inside to somebody else's outside? So I feel like shit and I feel terrible and I'm scared and I don't look like them and I'm an asshole and I'm a loser and I'm a drunk and I'm all this and I'm all that and I compare it all to everybody else and just, you know what, get me a drink or hurt, let me hurt myself. That's what it comes boils down to. All these things stand in your way. What is standing in your way? If it is this stupid social media, put it down. I am like, it's very difficult for me to do it for my work because I don't really even like to. I don't like to do it. I really don't. I don't even want to. And I know everybody says, well, if you want to get popular, you're supposed to be on social media. Well, okay. I put my things on YouTube. Okay. And I put them through these other wonderful, um, you know, you get to hear me on iTunes and you get to hear me on Spotify, but to really go and record myself and tell you who I am on, on, uh, Instagram or Facebook, I don't know how much that really does for anybody. Does it? I guess if maybe, I guess, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just know that I don't know if the good outweighs the bad. I really don't. I think it doesn't. I think the bad is much, I think that it messes with our psyches too much. And so whatever is standing in your eye, standing in your way, acknowledge it, bring light to it. And it's not a fact. You can change this. You can change how you feel. You get to do it. You have the tools in your head. Literally just write it down. Um, Get quiet. Enjoy your life. This is the only one you get. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I'm going to call it Elizabeth Chance Podcast or Busy Chance Podcast. How do you like that? Instead of Busy Living Sober. Because I actually believe that my podcast can help anybody. It doesn't even matter if you're drinking or not. So um, that's all I have for today. Happy Labor Day. I hope everybody has a happy and healthy Labor Day. Stay true to you. Remember what other people think is not in for your business. And keep getting busy. Living. Just living for you. Find out what makes you tick. Figure out what book you like. I'm going to give you some recommendations next week. So tune in. And um, until next week, keep getting busy. All right. Living sober and take care. Love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for being my people. Thank you for being my posse. And if you like this, share it with your friends, subscribe to my channels and, um, take care of you this week. All right. Take care, everybody. Keep getting busy living sober. Bye.